Hi, Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound. We are going to unwind a little more of this today. So here it is. A lot of people have been asking me about what we call hoovering lately. What is this word hoovering? It's definitely a word that has been coined as a part of people discovering that this is going on, this dynamic between them and the person they think they're in a relationship with is weird. And at the end, they're still there. They don't leave you alone. And we call that hoovering because the word comes from the vacuum cleaner brand, Hoover, Hoover Vacuums. And we came up with that word, I would imagine, because it feels like they're trying to suck us back in, suck us back in like vacuum cleaners pick up dirt off the ground. We are not dirt. They are. But we've used this word hoovering nonetheless. So hoovering consists of any attempt they make to get back into our lives or contact us after it's over. They will text message, they will call, get into Facebook, Instagram, any social media we have. They'll use emails. They might drive by where we live or where we work or call us from a phone number we don't recognize or have a friend of theirs call us or email us or any of that kind of thing. Any kind of them reaching back is what we call hoovering. And we wonder why. Why? Why can't they just go away? Well, again, we always have to go back to these are not normal people. They are nothing like us. Everything they do, even something that is seemingly normal, is not done in a normal way. And most of the things they do just aren't normal. What they're doing at the end is for themselves. Everything they do the entire time is for themselves. It is very bizarre and a weird shift to make in our own minds that none of this is about us. Everything is about them. That's really the definition of the word narcissism. If you have a state of narcissism to its fullest, you are fully absorbed in yourself and nothing is about anything outside of you. That's the mindset they live within because of this pathology. Their brains are wired only to care about themselves and in a very rudimentary and primal, raw kind of way. When it's over, they're terrified. Can you believe that? I know that we're usually in a huge state of fear and terror and traumatized. They are also afraid. When it's over, when we break it off, or even if they're the ones that have taken off, the problem is they don't know what we're going to do next. So there's that question, am I safe in their minds? The other piece of that, you know, the other side of that coin, am I safe, is can I get more? So while they're hoovering, what they're doing is checking to see if we are a threat to them or if they are safe. And ironically, they're also wondering, can I get some more? Is there a way to get my foot back in to just get some more of that? whatever it is they found that they got from us. When we end it, even when they end it, they don't really want it to be over in a sense, not at all because they care about us, but because they care about themselves. 
They have to make sure they're safe and they do want to see if they can get more. You might be wondering how in the world does it seem like we could be a threat to them when we are in this mind state of post-traumatic stress where our emotions are all over the place, our thinking is all over the place, our fear center is in a heightened activity. Basically, we're feeling and thinking really scary things all the time and we feel like they're the ones with the power or that they are the one to be afraid of. So how is it they have fear of us? They don't know what we're going to do in the sense of calling police or the FBI or immigration, if that's applicable, or any other authority. They don't know if we're going to file a restraining order file for divorce, file for an annulment. When it ends, they feel that we know every horrible thing they've done. Now that's a lot of stuff. We don't know everything they've done, and we never will. Ultimately, eventually, we'll know enough of the horrible things they've done and have proof of that in our minds so that we feel confident about the situation and what they are, but what they have done, all of what they have done is massive. Our brains would blow up if we knew the things they've done. However, they're so simplistic, they really think that we could get them into major trouble. And part of the trouble they're concerned about is certainly legal trouble, as in being arrested and that kind of thing. The other thing is, just blow up their world by contacting the other prey, their other wife, the five girlfriends, the three fiancés, the guys that are there lurking around. Or if this is a female sociopath, same thing, just flip it around. They have the same concerns. Am I safe? Can I get more? That is what hoovering is about. And it has the effect of keeping us scared, intimidating us, and that's, that's about it. We're scared, we're intimidated, we're confused. All of that continues. It's automatic for them to hoover as well as talk badly about us anywhere and everywhere they can to anyone. The thing is, they've been talking trash about us since the day they met us. This is something we are not aware of. But what they have to set up is the end they know this is going to end. They know it's not a relationship. They know they're using us, doing things that cause us harm. They don't care about our harm. They don't care how we feel, whether we feel confused or scared or happy. Our feelings don't matter to them. They don't understand our feelings. They try a little bit of this and a little bit of that, that kind of Hoover, this kind of Hoover in hopes of tapping some internal emotion within us that causes a thinking, a feeling, and then an action that does benefit them. And what they want is for us to shut up. Really, I mean, not call the cops, not call their wife, not call their boss. You get the idea. So the hoovering is about in their minds, they are asking themselves and looking for the proof of, am I safe? Can I get more? 
This is really all that's in their heads. The most effective way for us to give them the impression that they are safe and let them know they cannot get more is by us creating what is called no contact. No contact means they can't reach us in any way. And if they do get through, we don't reply and then we plaster up that opening that they reach through. We close that up, lock every door, chink, window, portal, opening from our life to theirs. That's no contact. It creates a space where we begin to feel the difference of them in our life and them out of our life. They're always wondering, am I safe? We have got to provide for them a sense of safety. I know that seems sickening, but it's for us. It's not for them. It's for our well-being. It's for us. It's our protection. It's our safety. It's what gives us the space to resolve this and see it for what it is and heal and recover and restore our lives. Now, we're not going to let them see anything we think or how we feel or anything we plan to do, but we do do something. We can make police reports, we can report to immigration, we can report to the FBI. After we have gone no contact, they can't reach us and we take care of our lives. So the hoovering is for them and we create no contact for us. This is Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound.